Section 62 of 93 by Victor Hugo, translated by Aline Delano. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 3, Book 4, Chapter 12, The Deliverer. Is that you, Amalo? It is I, Monseigneur. You see, I was right about the turning stones, and that there is a way of escape. I have come just in time, but you must make haste. Ten minutes more, and you will be in the heart of the forest. God is great, said the priest. Save yourself, Monseigneur, cried the men. Not until I have seen every one of you in safety, said the Marquis. But you must lead the way, Monseigneur, said the Abbé Tourmont. Not so, replied the Marquis. I shall be the last man to leave. And in a severe tone he continued, Let there be no strife in this matter of generosity. We have no time for a display of magnanimity. Your only chance for life is an escape. You hear my commands, make haste now and take advantage of this outlet, for which I thank you, Almelo. Are we then to separate Monsieur le Marquis? asked the Abbé Tourmont. Certainly after we have left the tower, otherwise there would be small chance for escape. Will Monseigneur appoint some place of rendezvous? Yes, a glade in the forest, the Pierre Gauvin. Do you know the spot? We all know it. All those who are able to walk will find me there tomorrow at noonday. Every man will be on the spot. And then we will begin the war over again, said the Marquis. Meanwhile, Almelo, bringing all his strength to bear on the turning stone, found that it would not stir, and therefore the opening could not be closed. Let us make haste, Monseigneur, he cried. The stone will not move. I managed to open the passage, but now I cannot close it. In fact, the stone, from a long disuse, had stiffened, so to speak, in its groove, and it was impossible to start it again. Monseigneur, said Almelo, I hoped to close the passage, so that when the blues came in and found no one here they would not know what to make of it, and might imagine that you had all vanished in smoke. But the stone is not to be moved, and the enemy will find the outlet and probably pursue us. So let us lose not a minute, but reach the staircase as quickly as we can. The Imanus laid his hand on Almelo's shoulder. Comrade, he said, how long will it take to go through this passage and reach the woods in safety? Are any of the men seriously wounded? asked Almelo. None, they answered. In that case, a quarter of an hour will be sufficient. So if the enemy does not get in here for a quarter of an hour, rejoined the Imanus, he might pursue, but he could not overtake us. But they will be upon us in five minutes, said the Marquis. That old chest cannot keep them out much longer. A few blows from their muskets will settle the affair. A quarter of an hour. Who could hold them at bay for a quarter of an hour? I, said the Imanus. You, Gouge Le Bruant. Yes. I, Monseigneur, listen, out of six men, five of us are wounded. I have not even a scratch. Nor I either, said the Marquis. Yes, but you are the chief, Monseigneur. I am a soldier. The chief and the soldier are two different persons. Our duties are not alike, it is true. Monseigneur, at this moment we have but one duty between us, and that is to save your life. The Imanus turned to his companions. Comrades, 
he said. We must hold the enemy in check and delay pursuit until the last moment. Listen, I have not lost a drop of blood. Not having been wounded, I am as strong as ever, and can hold out longer than any of the others. Go now, but leave me your weapons, and I promise to make good use of them. I will undertake to keep the enemy at bay a good half hour. How many loaded pistols are there? Four. Put them down on the floor. They did as he required. That is well. I remain here, and they will find someone to entertain them. Now, get away as fast as you can. In moments of imminent peril, gratitude finds but brief expression. Hardly had they time to press his hand. We shall soon meet again, said the Marquis. I hope not, Monseigneur. Not quite at once, for I am about to die. One by one they made their way down the narrow staircase, the wounded in advance. And as they went, the Marquis drew a pencil from his notebook and wrote a few words on the stone that, refusing to turn, had thus left an open passageway. "'Come, Monseigneur, you are the only one left,' said Almalo as he went down. The Marquis followed him, and the Imanus remained alone. End of section 62